The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 referred to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors, LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We are in the money, the skies are sunny, and old man recession, you are through, you have done us wrong. However, that song is an old song. I don't know that this recession is over by any means, but we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about uh, the stock market. We talk about uh, Social Security. We talk about estate planning, income tax planning, diversification, your 401ks, you name it. We talk about it. And we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. Uh, but before we go one step further, uh, and we have a great show lined up for you folks. Happy 4th of July to everybody. I hope you are staying sane. And most importantly, I hope you are staying healthy and you are protecting and being very diligent and not exposing yourself unduly to the virus or anything else. Okay, I hope everybody's uh, staying healthy. And uh, But before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morayf, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morayf. <laughs> Thank you, Aspen. And I am a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. So if that is you, then this show is designed for you. And our website is rpoa.com. And on there, you can uh, podcast this show. You can subscribe to my Market Alert uh, weekly video email. You can uh, uh, attend seminars. You can visit with one of our retirement planners. You can watch po videos, podcasts, you name it. It's on there for you at rpoa.com. And uh, this week is our happy 4th of July uh, show. So I hope everyone is uh, going to stay uh, socially distanced if, if you go out for that. Um, you know, I got to tell you that uh, I've been very fortunate in my life. Those of you who know uh, me, I'm, I'm, I'm an immigrant. I came over when I was, uh, it was in 1972. So I was uh, 20, I was 15 at the time. And uh, so we came to the United States, my mother and I, and this is the greatest country in the world. It really is, you know, and I've been fortunate. I've traveled the entire world. My mother uh, was born under a wandering star. 
And so she took me, we, she, was, uh, she was a single mom, and she took me all over Europe, and she took me to South America, and she took me to Africa. So I've been very, very fortunate to see a lot of places all over the world. Uh, but I can tell you, there ain't no place like the good old U.S. of A. And uh, we, you know, despite all of the things that we uh, find, you know, nothing's perfect, I guess. And we have a lot of work to do to get to perfect. But I think that it is as good as it gets in this country. Our constitution, our laws, uh, capitalism, our ability to, uh, to uh, forge our own future, all of those kind of things, I think, are what make this country the best country in the world. And, uh, you know, Fourth of July is the time for us to celebrate our country in unison, regardless of your political uh, uh, affiliation, regardless of anything else you think. I think this is a time when we should all get together and love our country, flaws and all. And, in fact, I want to play something for you, uh, and I'll tell you a little backstory on it. So this is, uh, gosh, 24 years ago, 26 years ago, uh, I came home, I came home, my, my youngin, my uh, youngest at the time, her name is Aubrey. She's now, how old is Aubrey Aspen? She's, uh, she's 26. Yeah, so they hate it when I do that, when I ask, how old are you? <laughs> but if you're a dad, you know what I'm talking about, right? You lose track of how old your kids are. And anyway, so she was, uh, she was two years old at the time, I believe. Uh, so that was 24 years ago. I came home and, uh, she had just learned the, the Pledge of Allegiance. And so I thought that it would be very interesting. She started to say it, and I was like, stop, don't even say another word. And I went and got a recording device, and I recorded this. So we're going to play it for you. So Aspen, can you play it? I pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for its stands. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You may be seated. <laughs> <laughs> the you may be seated part is because in school, the teacher always said you may be seated when it was over, and they and she thought it was actually part of the fourth of the uh, of the uh, uh, of the pledge of allegiance. Now you know I just noticed that there's a little baby voice in the background of that. You know who that was, Aspen? That was you. <laughs> so therefore, Aubrey had to be four years old because you were born around when she was four. So she had to be four or something. Anyway, happy Fourth of July, everybody. One of the questions that I get asked a lot when it comes to. Uh, you know, the, the stock market and all of that is how are the elections going to affect the market? What do you think, you know, with the elections coming up and what do you think of all of that? So I thought I'd go over that with you since this is a patriotic time and one of the things that we get to do in this country, which not everybody around the world gets to, and that is to vote. Uh, and so the elections, how do they affect the market? Well, the first thing you have to remember in my view is that the stock market is not Republican and it's not Democrat. Okay, it's not conservative, it's not liberal, it doesn't care about anything. What it cares about are two things. One is it cares about uncertainty, and secondly, it cares about profits. So if this new president is gonna make profits go up, then the stock market is happy. If the uh, market believes that this new president is gonna make the uh, profits go down, then it's not happy, okay? The other side of it is uncertainty. Is this new president gonna change everything? If the new president is going to change everything, that's a lot of uncertainty. And businesses say, okay, well, I don't know how all this is going to play out, so I'm going to sit on my hands and wait and see how it all falls down, and then I'll start uh, doing stuff. And so uncertainty stops people, in most cases, from investing because they don't, you know, people like to feel confident about the future when they invest. 
Okay, so those are the two things. So when you look at the elections, what I always uh, and, and you know every time we have a presidential election, we have this kind of a question. And so what I always look at is, you know, if if President Trump is reelected, then the uncertainty factor. You know, you may say that because of his tweets and how unpredictable he is, that there is, you know, there is a lack of certainty, but. He's he's we, we know him at this point, right? So the market won't perceive his reelection as you know uncertain. We, we we you know it's unpredictable, but we know that it's unpredictable already. Joe Biden, on the other hand, will bring a lot of uncertainty. What does is he going to want to change the tax code? Is he going to want to uh, you know change health care? Is he going to want to you know what's he going to do? And if there's a lot of change coming, a lot of uncertainty around that, then most likely the market will go down in the short term. And I'll give you an example. Uh, in 2004, there was the election between George Bush and um, uh, John Kerry. And Kerry was talking about revamping the entire tax code and doing, a, you know, he wanted to change a lot of stuff. And the market was very concerned about all these changes. And in October, for the year, the market was down quite a bit. But, and, and that's because the polls at that time were showing that John Kerry was going to win. Well, then the polls changed. And uh, George Bush started to pick up, and then the market turned and started to go back up again. And in this election cycle, we saw when it looked like Bernie Sanders was going to be the nominee, this, the market didn't like that. Why? Not because it dislikes Bernie Sanders or his agenda. It's more uncertainty. It's change. And then the other thing is it's profits. Is this new president going to raise taxes, and is that going to lower profits? Is this new president going to cause you know me to have as a business owner a lot more expenses than I had before with new regulations, or not? You know, and and so in the short run, we we see that now. Over time, the policies of this new president, despite whatever the market thought at the beginning, might turn out to be good ones and might turn out to be positive for profits and positive for the economy, and therefore it could take care of itself. But the question about you know how will the elections uh, affect the market, the question always comes around those two factors. How much uncertainty does this new president represent? And I would say that uh, if Joe Biden is going to be the next president, or he's ahead in the polls leading into the elections, that the market is going to be very trepidatious about that because he's going to represent potentially a complete overhaul of the tax code, an overhaul uh, of the healthcare system. You know, there's lots of stuff that uh, he's going to want to change and, and reverse of what uh, President Trump did. And so that represents a lot of change, a lot of uncertainty. And businesses may say, you know, I want to just kind of sit tight and wait till it plays itself out and then plan accordingly. The other thing is that if Biden is uh, elected president, chances are if he raises taxes that that impacts profits negatively. And if that's the case, then companies may see their profits go down because of that. And, the, and so therefore, the market may not perceive that positively. Now, that's not to say that once those policies are, are put in place, that they don't turn out to be good things, and then it reverses itself. Again, I'm not being political here. So please, you know, I'm not one side or the other. I, I have... Only, the only dog I have in this hunt, as they say, is my clients and you guys and your investments, okay? So I'm, I'm not political, so please do not send me emails. The, the thing about it is, though, that that's what it is. It's uncertainty and it's profits. So there you go. That's the answer. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, you know, we certainly, I can say, are in one of the most volatile times in, in, the, uh, in the markets than perhaps in, in, in my entire career. You know, and I've, I've been uh, in the investment business and in financial services for uh, several decades now, and I have never seen this kind of volatility, these, these ups and down swings. 
And if you look for a previous time when we've had this kind of volatility, you can go. You have to go back to 19, uh, the, the the Great Depression when we had swings of 10% in one day. You know these massive swings up or down, and those are usually signs of a really bad bear market. And so that's a time to be cautious, in my opinion. And so if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, I believe you should have diversification. I believe you should have a strategy to, to protect you on the downside. If the market goes way down, you don't want to participate in that, I would think. And so we have a strategy called invest and protect. And uh, our strategy told us to, to sell in November of 2007, before the great uh, crash of 2008, and didn't say to get back in until June of 2009. And now our strategy is not perfect. It also said to sell in 2010 and 11 and 15 and 18. So those four times were not bear markets. But in our view, protecting principle is okay, even if you sell and get out and then get back in later. Now, it's important to protect against uh, bear markets in our view. And so therefore, we have that. Now, if you're over 50, I'd encourage you to go to our website. It's rpoa.com and learn about that and all kinds of other stuff. So rpoa.com is our website. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how much to have in an emergency fund. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Aspen. And you know what? I'm going to wish all of you a very happy 4th of July weekend. I hope you are staying sane in the middle of all of this pandemic, and I hope you are staying healthy as well. With the resurgence of uh, vir virus, um, claims or, or uh, infections. I hope you are continuing to take all the precautions that you should take to uh, keep yourself from uh, contact contracting it. And I hope you're all healthy and, and sane. And uh, I am Ken Morafe, the host of the show. I am uh, a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, then uh, this show is designed for you. Our website is. If you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. We podcast this show. So if you want to uh, listen to it every week, you can. You can also su uh, subscribe on iTunes and get it uh, delivered to your uh, device. Uh, also, um, as I mentioned, uh, um, we do work primarily with 50 and over. So if that's you, we also have uh, seminars coming up that are virtual. We have uh, one on retirement planning during these uncertain times. I'd encourage you to watch that one. We talk about uh, retirement planning in uncertain times. Uh, also, cybersecurity, and we have one on Medicare also, since this is uh, kind of an important time of the year for that. So all of those are, are uh, free and virtual and live. So we encourage you to watch all of that from the comfort of your home. And, why, and, and I think that would be better than binging Netflix. I know it's just me, but maybe Tiger King is not as important as uh, retirement planning. I don't know, just me. Anyway, uh, lots of stuff. RPOA.com is our website. Now, I want to talk with you about something that, uh, you know, with the pandemic has spotlighted the importance of having, and that is an emergency fund. And, you know, the, the 2008 credit crisis and the recession that came from that, um, the first people to uh, – the, the majority of the people that were laid off first, that lost their jobs first, were over 50. Um, and unfortunately, you know, age discrimination in this country can, uh, exists along with a lot of other things. And on the other side of that, when it came time to rehire, um, they were slow to be rehired, the people over 50. And in fact, the, the statistics show that it, was, it took two years 
for uh, two years after the 2008 credit crisis, the people over 50 who had lost their job, uh, a large percentage still had not gotten a job. And the ones that did get a job were on average 26% less pay than before the recession. So if you're over 50, then what that says to me is that you should always be planning for two years of no income in a situation like this so that you can weather the storm. And so when we talk about an emergency fund, that's what we're talking about. It's not just, you know, uh, a, a sudden healthcare issue or a large expense like your roof or whatever. It's also something like this pandemic or like 2008 or the other times when we've had severe recessions that suddenly come around. Now, if you're retired, an emergency fund, I believe, is important because, you know, you don't want to have to sell investments to fix your refrigerator or, you know, to buy a new refrigerator or to fix your roof or something that isn't covered by insurance and sell your investments at a time when it's not opportune. So again, an emergency fund is, is sort of insurance against being forced into selling something at the wrong time. So the question then becomes, well, how much should I have in an emergency fund? Well, generally speaking, what we recommend is that if you have wages, meaning you're, you're working and all that, uh, generally speaking, six months to a year should be sufficient to cover uh, your, your, uh, your expenses. And so what I, six months to a year of your cost of living is what I'm talking about. So if your cost of living is $4,000 a month, then you know, a year would be 48,000 and 24 would be six months. Now, if you are retired and you're living on your money, then I think you should have a larger amount uh, in an emergency fund because you don't have your wages to, to hang on to. And so therefore, one to two years of your cost of living in cash might be appropriate. So again, if your cost of living is uh, you know, $48,000 a year, then I would say that maybe one year is 48000 two years would be maybe 100000 Now you're saying, wow, $100,000, you want me to have that much sitting in cash making nothing? Well, unfortunately, to, in today's world, yes, that's what it is. But that 100000 will be there to cover unusual, non-recurring, unforeseen expenses. And it'll be there to help you to cover those expenses without having to be forced into selling investments at a bad time or cashing in investments that have surrender penalties or you know, that have taxes associated with them or all those kind of things. So you want to you have, in my view, a, a bucket of money that essentially is protecting the other bucket of money. It's, it's sort of like insurance. And the fact that right now interest rates are near zero on that kind of money, then the, the interest that you are not making, let's just call that your insurance premium for that safe, that safe place to keep your money. Now, where would you keep your money? Um, now, again, if it's an emergency fund, it needs to be liquid meaning you need to have access to it when you want it. So, you know, sometimes people say, well, should I put that in a CD down at the bank? Well, the problem with the CD down at the bank is that if you need the money and you take it out before it matures, then you'll pay a surrender penalty on that and you'll lose interest, et cetera. So unfortunately, the best place that, that I can think of is what's, what's called the money market fund. And the money market fund is uh, liquid. You can get at the money whenever you need it. And uh, so it's there for you. And unfortunately, right now, if you're lucky, you can get a third of a percent, I think. Uh, but again, it's the premium, the cost of, uh, the, of the money that you uh, could have earned is, is that. Now, my view always is better safe than sorry. My view always is to be conservative. 
My view always is to think of the downside first and then look to the upside and make sure to the extent that you can that the downside is covered. And uh, our conservative view is that way because our clients are, again, over 50 and, and mostly within five years of retirement or five years into retirement. And we have two goals for our clients. We want your money to last as long as you do. And for that, the emergency fund is an important part of that. We also want you to have financial peace of mind. And if you have an emergency fund, then you, I think, might have some peace of mind of knowing that you have that there for you in case something comes up. Okay, so it's just the rainy day money. Now, if you're over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, we'd love to see if we can help you. And uh, as our name implies, we work with uh, people who are retired or retiring soon. We have lots of resources available for you on our website. It's rpoa.com. And uh, on the website, we podcast this show. We have videos. We have articles. Uh, we have all kinds of information about retirement planning. You have the ability to sign up and, and attend one of our seminars that are coming up. We have three of them uh, during this next week. We have one on retirement planning in uncertain times, uh, which uh, I think you'll find very interesting. Uh, we talk about Social Security, and we talk about uh, diversification. We talk about uh, planning for retirement. And then also we have one on Medicare. And this is an important time of the year for that. So we have one on Medicare and we also have one on cybersecurity, protecting yourself from guys and gals who want to hack into your stuff and steal your identity. We're going to help you with that as well. All of these are no charge or obligation and they are live, but they're virtual. So you can attend from the comfort of your home and it is rpoa.com is our website. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about social security strategies for married couples. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Morave. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. And uh, I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we are a firm that uh, specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, then we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. We have two goals for you. We want your money to last as long as you do. And secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. We want your money to not be a source of worry and stress for you. We want you to have your second childhood without parental supervision, which is what we call your retirement. Wow, I <laughs> yes, exactly. So this is, uh, this is the time of the show where we talk about social security. And uh, so we're going to talk about some questions that uh, people have with regard to social security. And this is uh, for married couples. So I'm going to dive right in and just tell you that, uh, as I mentioned, if you are over 50, retired or retiring soon, if you're five years from retirement or five years into retirement, we'd love to visit and see if we can help you with your decision making on all subjects such as social security and income tax planning and uh, estate planning and also your investments and all of that kind of stuff. So let me go over with you what, uh, what we have. So first of all, this is a question here. I am a widow who is 65. My husband died in 2008. I'm very sorry. Uh, we were married for 25 years. I have not remarried and I'm now retired. However, my deceased husband also had a previous marriage that lasted 10 years before me. If his first wife elected to receive widow benefits, will I still be able to get my widow benefits? And the answer is yes. You can get survivor benefits even if a previous wife is also receiving one. 
Okay, so it will be subject to the earnings test if you are under your normal retirement age, which means that if you are working, now you said you're retired, but if you were working, there would be the earnings test on that. And if you are fully retired, as you are, uh, and have no earnings, then there would be no reduction to uh, your benefits. Now she uh, goes on to ask, my benefit is $2,280. My deceased husband's benefit will be around $1,600. Should I defer my benefit until age 70? Okay, so this is, she's a widow, $2,200 is, is her deceased husband's benefit, I'm sorry, is her benefit, $1,600 is hers. So with a benefit of $2,280 uh, and a survivor benefit around $1,600, you could start the survivor benefit as soon as you are retired, which would be now potentially, meaning when it won't be withheld from the earnings test, and then you can switch to your own maximum benefit when you turn 70. Okay, so you can start taking on his and then switch over to yours when you turn 70. Okay, so you can do that even as a widow. Now, here's another question. I'm 64, started taking benefits. I was notified that Social Security was going to withhold a large portion of, a, of my benefits, so I suspended, meaning, so that means he just stopped, uh, he told Social Security, stop sending it to me. Uh, can I continue that suspension and build my Social Security benefit uh, between the ages of 66 to age 70? So before the answer is before retirement age, your benefit is in suspension, okay? Your full benefit is suspension because it is being withheld for the earnings test, meaning they're withholding money if you're working and you're um, under 66. It's not truly in suspension because you have to be over 66 to suspend. So it's kind of a fake suspension, if you will. Now, when you turn 66 and are no longer subject to the earnings test, you can voluntarily suspend your benefit and it will grow at that 8% annual credit until you reach age 70. So between working and suspending, you can mitigate most of the damage from, from filing early. So, you know, Social Security, as I mentioned, is, is very, very complex. And there are lots of things that go into that. When you're working, how old you are, uh, your income, your health, your spouse's income, your spouse's health, your difference in ages, all those kind of things. And also, if you're widowed, there are all kinds of rules around that that you need to know about if you're going to make proper decisions, in my view. So this is the kind of thing that I would suggest to you, don't do it by yourself, okay? Don't just call somebody on, at Social Security and do it. You know, I've found in many instances that their advice is not correct. So in my view, you should talk to somebody that is trained in that. And our uh, retirement planners are trained in Social Security. And so if you'd like to visit with one and build a retirement plan that includes Social Security, you can go to our website. It's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And when you're there, click on visit with an advisor, and uh, we'll schedule a time to meet with you virtually so you can be in the comfort of your home and visit with us. And uh, we'll work with you to do uh, build a plan for you, and we'll do it at no charge or obligation. Okay, so uh, if we can help you, fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Uh, we will part friends either way. Okay, so we look forward to doing that. Now, also, I want to encourage you to go to our website because you can podcast this show if you'd like. Uh, you can listen to it at your leisure. Also, uh, when you're there, you might want to sign up for, we have three seminars coming up. They're virtual also, so you can watch them from your home. One of them is on retirement planning during these uncertain times, which I would say that is a true fact. <laughs> it is uncertain. Uh, also, we talk about what we have one on a very timely topic because uh, it's the time of the year, uh, Medicare. So we have a Medicare um, uh, uh, seminar as well. 
And then we also have one on cybersecurity. The one on cybersecurity surprises me how popular uh, cybersecurity is, but I guess people worry about their identity being stolen and all that. So uh, again, it's, it's uh, cybersecurity for those of you who are over 50. Okay, so all of that is available to you on our website, rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about why you should be thinking about protecting your retirement right now. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Aspen. I am a founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. So if that's you, we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. Our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And uh, we podcast this show, so if you don't want to miss it ever, you can uh, find it on our website. You can also uh, subscribe to iTunes and have it delivered to your device. And uh, we have lots of information on there uh, regarding Social Security and uh, planning for retirement and uh, 401k and all that kind of stuff. So rpoa.com is our website. I got to tell you a quick funny. Um, you know, I talk about uh, on the show, I kind of been talking about my dog Noodle and how we're teaching her to ring a bell so that we can let her out. And the postman came to our house the other day. He had a package to deliver. He rang the doorbell. And when I opened the door, Noodle was standing right next to me at the door. She gets very excited when anybody comes to the front door. And he looks at me and he goes, oh, that must be Noodle. And I was like, whoa, how do you know? He goes, I listen to your show. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I keep forgetting people actually listen to this show. I gotta be careful what I say. Anyway, um, so we're gonna talk now about something that uh, is, is uh, I guess, foundational to our philosophy of how we manage our clients' monies. And because we work with people who are within five years of retirement or who are already five years in retirement, who are within that 10-year period, um, our view of life is very defensive. We're very conservative. We believe in protecting principle. You know, in fact, we have a, an investment principle that says that growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. And so, you know, when you have guiding principles, it helps you to make decisions. Because if you have a choice between growth or protecting uh, our client's principal, we choose protecting principal. So it makes decision-making very, very easy. Well, I shouldn't say that. It makes it easier. <laughs> when it comes to the investment world, I don't know that there are any easy decisions. But therefore, it makes our slant and our view of life that you know, you've worked 20, 30 years maybe to accumulate the money you want to now retire on. And uh, so taking a big loss during that time could significantly impact, it could delay your retirement. You know, Many people, when 2008 came along, it delayed their retirement by years. And many people who were retired suddenly found that they could not support the lifestyle that they had, that they wanted, or maybe they had to go back to work in an environment where there were no jobs. So all kinds of terrible things happen when you lose lots of money in a bear market, as I see it. So therefore, we have a strategy we call invest and protect, which is basically, it, it's, a, it's a mathematical strategy, but it tells us when the trend is not our friend and uh, when it's time to seek shelter and be safe. And then it tells us when the storm appears to have passed. And so it tells us when to buy. And I think right now, you know, with the, the divergence between the stock market and, and, you know, what it's doing and what's happening in the real world in the economy with bankruptcies and unemployment and, uh, you know, all the terrible things that are happening in the economy. We have you know, maybe the worst economy since the Great Depression, 
and yet the stock market seems to not care or, or hasn't cared that much. And so when you get that kind of a divergence, it reminds me a lot of uh, Y2K and you had the, the dot-coms. And the dot-coms back then, you know, experienced investors like Warren Buffett and others were saying these companies have no profits. These companies, they don't have any revenue. They, they don't even have a product. All they have is a name with dot-com on the end. And investors were bidding those prices up because it's like, it's dot-com. It's going to make money. Don't worry about it. And so reality eventually caught up. It took a while, but eventually reality caught up and the house of cards fell. And our concern is, is that, you know, with the economy as bad as it is, that it's not going to recover, in our view, as fast as people may be thinking. And, you know, we're seeing it now. And that's the concern that if reality hits the stock market or investors in the stock markets, that they may say, you know what, I'm getting out of this thing. I'm going to sell. And when that happens, as what happened with the dot-coms, we could see a large drop. You know, in, in the case of technology stocks, as, as it, they went down, uh, you know, tragically for many people who are invested in that. So this is a time. If, if you're within five years of retirement or you are in that first five years of your retirement, that 10-year period, in my view, is the most important decade of your entire financial life. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, you could have been the world's greatest investor for the last 30 years. Okay, you made 10% every single year without fail. You've amassed a mighty fortune. Uh, most likely, your cost of living just went up right with that. <laughs> and now you want to support that cost of living during your retirement. And if you take, uh, you know, like the, the S&P went down 57% from peak to trough in 2008. It went down 49% in, uh, from peak to trough in Y2K during the dot-com era. And if it were to do something like that, could you withstand that? And would you be able to still retire? Would you be able to remain retired if you are already retired? And if you can't, if that's not, if you don't have enough money to do that, then the fact that you've been so successful all these years goes out the window the moment that happens. And now, you know, you've got to re rethink everything. And we don't want that for you. So our strategy is designed to give us an unlimited upside, meaning we want to stay in for as long as the market wants to go up. But when the trend changes and goes back down again, then at that time, we don't want to be in. So when the trend is bad, when, so, you know, the joke I make is we play only with our friends. And if the trend is our friend, we play. And if the trend is not our friend, then we don't. So if you're over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon and you're thinking, you know, maybe I should protect my retirement, maybe I should be conservative and think about, you know, keeping what I have safely, then I would encourage you to go to our website. It's rpoa.com. We have videos on our invest and protect strategy. We have uh, articles, podcasts. But beyond that, we also have a lot of information about when and how to take Social Security. We have information on uh, diversification, on how much risk is appropriate for you. Uh, more importantly, we have seminars coming up here in the next week. We have one on retirement planning in uncertain times, which I would say this is the t definition, the poster child for uncertain times. Uh, we also have one on Medicare, which right now is, uh, is uh, important. And so if you're uh, in that age bracket, you may want to watch that. It's live, but it's virtual. And then also we have one on cybersecurity. The cybersecurity one continues to uh, amaze me. It's it, uh, how interested people are in cybersecurity. You know, uh, my event plan uh, coordinator, when she said we should have one on cybersecurity, I was like, yeah, who cares about that? I mean, is that really a big deal? And she's like, oh, yeah, 
People really are interested in protecting their identity, especially the over 50 crowd. And so she's proven me wrong, which she does a lot. <laughs> but go on there and you can watch that. Um, and also, if you decide that you want to visit directly with one of our retirement planners, I can tell you that uh, we'll design a cash flow plan for you. We'll look at uh, where you'll be uh, all the way out to age 100. We believe in long-term planning. And we'll look at the ins and outs of your cash. And uh, we, we always say that happiness is positive cash flow. And, uh, you know, we're not here to make you rich quick. We just want to help you not become poor. That's all we want to do. So our website is rpoa.com for all of the above. Now, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And, of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Aspen, and I'm going to wish everybody listening to this show and everybody who isn't listening to this show a very happy 4th of July. This is a time for us to celebrate the independence of our country and for us to all come together regardless of our political uh, um, followings, however we believe. I think we should come together and celebrate. Our country is the greatest country in the world, in my opinion, and I, you know, Despite all the flaws we have, we are still, I think, the greatest country. And we are blessed to live here. And I am glad that you are listening to the show. And I'm very happy that you are. I am founder of Retirement Planners of America. We are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. And so uh, we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. So if you're within five years of retirement or you are retired already, we would love to visit with you and see if we can help you. And our website is rpoa.com. Now, this is a time of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And so this week, we're going to talk about a very special kind of trust, which is called the Bypass Trust, or a B-Trust. And uh, it is designed to split up the estate of a couple and uh, uh, potentially save on estate taxes. So I'm going to go through it with you. But first, Aspen, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire and, of course, that is Tony Bennett with Rags to Riches. And you know the estate taxes and probate and all that kind of stuff. It's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags. And we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. Now, maybe the most foundational estate planning document is your will. The will says this is who gets it. This is when they get it. This is how they get it and all that kind of stuff. And so your will then is, is the uh, command center, if you will, for your estate plan. Now, in your will, what you can put in there is language that creates a trust, which is called the bypass trust or the B trust. And what is the purpose of this trust? Well, under current law, the estate taxes are not due until you have over $12 million if you're single and $24 million if you are married. So I would say that just about everybody listening to the show right now, it does not affect. However, let me tell you, I've been doing this long enough. You know, back in the 80s, 
It was anybody who had more than 600,000 would be subject to estate taxes. So the, the, the exemptions we have today are historically high, I guess, but before they were, there was, there was no such thing, so I guess that was higher. But right now, that's as high as I've seen it in my career. So for most of you, this doesn't apply. However, I will tell you that with the deficits that we are running and with the need for the government to collect taxes, I think, in the future to pay for all this stimulus and everything else we're doing right now, you know, you have to remember that after World War II, to pay for the war, we went into a great deal of debt, and we had a 70, even a 90% tax bracket in this country. And it wasn't until Ronald Reagan dropped taxes, we had a 90% tax bracket. So it would not surprise me if the exemption comes way down from where it is now, and we don't have these $12 million or $24 million exemptions anymore. So planning and having it in place ahead of time is what I do. Yes, I'm a planner. So we're planning for that. Now, so the way it works is let's say that you have a couple that, that – uh, and I'm just going to use $2 million as a kind of a round number example, okay? So you have a million dollars each if they're married, and let's say they each own half. And upon – let's say husband dies first and he leaves everything to his wife. What he's done now is he's made her now have a $2 million estate. And therefore, upon her death, it's $2 million that they count for the taxes, now, if instead he created a bypass trust in his will, what would happen is upon his death, his half, $1 million, would go into a separate trust. That trust would be there for the benefit of his wife, but because his wife doesn't own it, it is now not included in her estate. So upon her death, her estate is $1 million, not two. So by virtue of doing that, potentially we have either eliminated the taxes or cut them in half. Okay, so that's the purpose of the bypass trust. Now, again, most of you don't need it right now because the exemption, the taxes, nobody owes taxes for you know a lot of money. But don't think it won't go back to the way it was before. Okay, just because it's high now doesn't mean that Congress won't decide that if you have a large enough estate that we need to start taxing you for it. Okay, I've seen it in my lifetime, and probably so have you. So uh, now, if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. We have quite a few articles and podcasts and information on there to educate yourself on estate planning. It's something that we do with clients. We, uh, uh, we're not lawyers, but we help in, in kind of the big picture planning of it. We also have uh, information on there about income tax planning. We have information on there about diversification, um, what to do with your 401k and all of that. Uh, we have the ability for you to register to attend our uh, live virtual retirement planning in uncertain times seminar. I'd encourage you to go and, and, and attend that. We also have seminar coming up on uh, Medicare. So if you're of Medicare age, you got some important decisions to make and we want to help you with that. So we have a seminar on that. We also have a seminar on cybersecurity, which always surprises me how interested people in, are in that, but maybe it's because I've done a lot to, uh, to help protect against it and maybe I'm, I, I should be more insecure about it and think more. But for now, uh, if you are uh, over 50, we have a cybersecurity seminar for you to, to learn. And then also on our website, if you'd like, you can, uh, you, can register, you can click on meet with an advisor. And if you do that, we'll sit down with you and we'll build a plan for you. We'll look at, do you have enough money to retire on? We'll look at how to reduce your income taxes. We'll look at building a retirement cash flow plan so that we can see if you can afford to retire and what you can afford to spend. We'll talk about your 401k, when and how to take social security, tons and tons of info that we'll help you with at no charge or obligation. If we can help you, great. And if not, that's fine too. Either way, we will part friends. Okay. So all of that, 
rpoa.com retirementplannersofamerica.com all right the show's over already golly i cannot believe how fast it has gone i hope you've enjoyed it as much as i've enjoyed making it for you we'll see you next week same time same channel bye bye everybody of course not it's only the beginning information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Moray or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.